0: Welcome to Pop Pantheon, the podcast where we completely overanalyze all of your favorite pop stars and then rank them in the official Pop Pantheon. This is your host, DJ Louis XIV, coming at you a little bit early this week. More on that to come. And please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Pop Pantheon wherever you get your podcasts. Also, follow us on social media at poppantheonpod and me at L O U I E X I V on instagram and twitter also we've got merch available at poppantheonpod.com. so get your niche legend dad hat get your mirror superstar t-shirt over there and finally last piece of housekeeping my queer pop party gorgeous gorgeous is happening this friday february 10th in la At Resident in downtown, and it's very germane to today's topic because it is Super Bowl weekend, more on that TK, and at Gorgeous Gorgeous this weekend, we are doing Rihanna Night. So I'll be playing all of your favorite Rihanna songs. Actually, I'll be playing all Rihanna songs that I can think of. So it's Rihanna, Rihanna and Friends, Rihanna Extended Universe, but main focus is Queen Rhee herself. So... Come to Gorgeous Gorgeous this Friday night at Resident. I will link out in the show notes for tickets. If you are a pop pantheon, all-access Patreon subscriber at the icon tier. You have access to the guest list. Please DM on Patreon if you'd like to get access to the guest list for our Pop Pantheon All Access folks. Speaking of Pop Pantheon All Access, the Grammys were, this past Sunday, they were an extremely traumatizing event for anybody that cares about Beyonce or having an awards institution that doesn't feel inherently racist. And as a result of those things... Me and Russ got on the horn the morning after to do an entire wrap up of the show. We talk about Beyonce snubs, Kim's big win all the performances we liked and disliked. It's a full-on Grammys wrap-up. There's a preview of it actually, the episode below this in the feed if you want to check that out. And if you want to hear a debrief on the Grammys with Russ and I, it was a very impassioned and cathartic <laughs> conversation at least for me. You can subscribe at patreon.com/poppantheon, click the link in the show notes of this episode if that's easier for you, and that will give you access to that episode, all of our bonus content, which of which there is many and Lots more to come, plus access to our Discord, which was hopping during the Grammys last night. Oh my God, that was so fun. And yeah, so I'll see some of you over on Pop Pantheon, all access. And that's where our Grammys wrap up is. All right, so this episode was one of the most fun I've ever had recording for the show. Just for some quick background, obviously, Rihanna is headlining the Super Bowl halftime show this Sunday. It is her big return to music after a lengthy hiatus, probably about six or seven years really. And it's a huge deal for anyone to do the Super Bowl. It's a very coveted slot that only the biggest stars in the world get. This was a really interesting one, A, because Rihanna's been absent from music for so long, but also because she, at one point, took a stand and said she would never do this because of Colin Kaepernick's tension with the NFL and her support for his cause. But I think since Rock Nation has taken over the game, obviously something shifted for her. So she's here, she's doing it. It's her big return to music. And so I... Gathered a dream team of pop pantheon all-stars, Who Weekly's Lindsay Weber, Billboard's Jason Lipschitz, and of course the Rihanna Re-Report, Captain Herself, Juliet escobedo Shepherd, to come together to both talk about what we're thinking this all portends for Rihanna's career, what we think might be launching as a result of this performance, why she decided to do it now, and then doing. A draft of the set list. What songs is Rihanna going to do? What is the configuration of the set list going to be? She has so many hits, so many different milieus. How is she going to lace this all together? We take a stab in various categories trying to put together the ultimate Rihanna Super Bowl set list in advance of this Sunday's set. So we're releasing this episode early this week because we want to give people time to listen to this in advance of Sunday. And to really absorb what we're doing here before she drops the set. For Patreon All Access subscribers, I also wanted to say that Julianne and I will be doing a wrap-up of the Super Bowl performance post-show for Patreon on Patreon only. So if that's of interest to you, subscribe at patreon.com slash And otherwise, I also wanted to throw out there that a good episode to listen to before this... As just or an addendum, maybe after, before, whatever, is the episode we did last year around the Super Bowl where Rich Dozbiac and I watched like literally every Super Bowl performance from the last 25 years, talked about our favorites, talked about our least favorites, talked about the evolution of this performance. It's a nice little setup if you want to get more context more broadly speaking on what the Super Bowl halftime show is, was, has become slowly over time, etc. And then of course, go back and listen to Julianne and I's epic doubleheader on Rihanna that came out in December 2021. Some of the best episodes of the show ever. And hear where we were in Rihanna's career up until this new development. Also, at the end of this episode, we do do a little reassessing of where Rihanna's tier ranking is, slash, like where it might be shifting post Super Bowl and whatever is coming after it. So, that's the setup for this. Without further ado, here's my conversation with Lindsay Weber, Jason Lipschitz, and Julianne Escobedo Shepherd. Uh-huh okay so i am here with a literal navy of pop pantheon all-stars it's who weekly's Lindsay weber highlands hi it's the captain of the rihanna re-report herself julianne Escovedo Shepard. julianne hello
1: hey
0: and of course it is a billboards fave jason lipshitz and our fave too jason <laughs> welcome to the show
2: Happy to happy to be here. How's it going?
0: It's going so well. I'm so excited for this episode. We are tasked with a very important missive here today, which will actually expire in its usefulness within four days of this episode being published, but that's neither here nor there. We're here to discuss Rihanna's Super Bowl performance. It's her huge comeback to music, and the minute it got announced, I thought to myself... How the fuck is she going to pick this set list? Because pretty much of all the pop stars of the 21st century, I think Rihanna's probably got the biggest arsenal of potential songs to play at a Super Bowl. So I felt like it was very useful to gather this incredible set of minds here to try to figure out what Rihanna is going to play at the Super Bowl. So that's the number one reason that we're all here today. Before we get into that, I kind of want to just like lay some quick groundwork here. As I mentioned, Rihanna's coming back to music f- here for the first time kind of in like, you know, six years or so. Basically since Auntie, since the anti tour, she's been, as obviously everybody who listens to this podcast is aware, pretty not present in the music scene. I'm curious also, she had made a big point earlier in her career about not doing the Super Bowl in kind of standing with Colin Kaepernick's stance against the NFL. What do you think has shifted and allowed her to make this change and to do this? What do you guys think about that? Maybe Julianne, start with you.
3: Rock Nation is yeah. what has shifted. Like I think that, you know, Jay-Z and Rock Nation basically curating the halftime now. I'm sure, you know, she's still with Rock Nation. I'm sure that it has influenced it, but also I don't really know entirely how to reconcile it, but I do think that she will probably do something vaguely political on the stage, just given all of her showing up at protests for the past like eight years or whatever. But I, I actually don't have any ex-
0: Explanation for that. Mm. So we think it's mostly that she's doing it because since, as Julianne mentioned, Jay-Z took over the Super Bowl, Jay-Z's Rock Nation. Those shows have included Shakira and j show, it included the weekend show, and it included last year's Omnibus, Dr. Dre and Friends Extravaganza, all of which are highlighting artists of color and are, I guess, changing the or meant to sort of telegraph that the NFL is shifting its position on some of these things. How do we feel about her shifting her position on that?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think Julian's 100% correct. And I again, I'm not sure of Rihanna's intentions, or I don't want to presume as much, but yeah, you laid it out. Ever since that kind of inflection point of the Atlanta halftime show, headlined by our guys, Maroon (laughs) Five, there has been there (laughs) is our guys. There has been our guys. guys. (laughs) There has been a very clear, concerted effort to have non-white superstars headlining the halftime show. You mentioned Shakira, Jennifer Lopez, The Weeknd. Last year's kind of all-in hip-hop extravaganza, and now Rihanna. So like again, I don't know how much of the last few years of performers have shifted either her personal intention or just kind of the perspective of what the halftime show stands for. But yeah, I think that's certainly a line you can draw.
0: And of course, the other part of this is that this is, as I laid out, Rihanna's big return to music. There's a lot of speculation going on right now about like, what does this mean? Like, is Rihanna releasing a record? Is she gonna go on tour? What do you think it means? Like, can we extrapolate any meaning meaning from the fact that she's doing this about Rihanna's career or do you think she's just kind of like doing this because this is what superstar artists do and this was just a moment where it made sense for her to do it any speculation on that part maybe Lindsay you want to jump in on that
1: I just feel like there has to be new music I, like I just don't I, I don't see another way I think after the whole Grammys thing like she has a song with Black Panther we gave her that slow one we nominated it for an Oscar I'm giving this I'm saying that I'm the one <laughs> <laughs> and we nominate her for an oscar she's gonna be at the oscars like i just feel like we're we, we're like yes take your time have a kid live that slow life you're now a billionaire and this is like music like she has she's celebrating her whole career if it's not like a box set greatest hits thing which i think actually is like kind of an outdated version of what the it's if it's not a vegas residency that kind of matches this which i also kind of don't think it'll be that. It's got to be just a new album. Like that's the bare minimum that we need to get from this or the announcement Mm. of one or something like that.
2: What do you guys think? I hope so. If you just think about like if you game it out, it would feel kind of more bizarre if she came back Did two songs for the Black Panther sequel soundtrack that were both slower tempo kind of ballads. Performed at the halftime show and was like, "All right, I'll see you guys in another six years." Um, But so, but like, I mean, look, that is still possible. I think as we approach the Super Bowl halftime show, and we'll get into it with the set list. I'm hoping that we have something akin to a formation where she debuts a new single either that day or the day before, and then that'd be amazing. Debuts it live at the halftime show, like. Who wouldn't be into that? would that? be amazing.
1: And it's also like it's throwing away the number one biggest promotional spot mm-hmm. that you yeah. could get. You can't pay for it. Yeah. So it's like if I was her label, if I was Jay, if I was anyone who wants to make money on her behalf or with her or whatever, I'd be saying like it's now or honestly never because like you have the world paying attention to you. If you don't do this now, what's why? You know, yeah. I guess not.
3: She's also been teasing that reggae album for like what seems like 1,000 years (laughs) and like. She, you know, there are all these artists who have like said, oh, yeah, like I wrote with Rihanna for the reggae album, like coffee is the one that comes to the top of my head. But like, it's just like, it's time. I agree that there's no other reason she would be doing this. She's not going to retire from music at this point. This isn't her big farewell show. Like she obviously just released music. Like there's no other reason that she's doing this other than finally dropping what is hopefully the the non-reggae for airports album, um, <laughs> finally. <laughs>
0: I will remind everybody here <laughs> that when Beyonce did the Super Bowl originally in 2013, she was post the four cycle. Nobody had any clue what was coming. This was February 2013. We did not get a new record from her until she dropped that surprise record in December of that year. Mm. A good 10, 11 months after she did the Super Bowl and there was no announcement of anything. There was no nothing. So it is not implausible that she just shows up and just does this as a fucking one-off and moves on with her life. It's not implausible. That's I hope messy, not. Though. Believe That's messy. me.
1: messy. The yeah. fact that she did that is messy. Sorry. And yeah. I think it's <laughs> just messy to not use the promotion to promote. Like, what else is this for at this point? You know, if, from a purely kind of like cynical standpoint of music and the way that the music industry is and all of that like I know that Rana doesn't need money at this point but like her, <laughs> but her re- but like the way that music makes money and like whatever they need to use this to, to your advantage just feels it feels silly not yeah. to the
0: other thing I was thinking about though is that a it could just be some sort of like brand building or brand re-establishing exercise look at all of these artists right now that are like launching these like greatest hits tours like that seems to be a big trend that's of the moment Tail is doing it, Madonna's doing it. Like, I could definitely see a situation where there's no new album, but she, like, announces some sort of, like, hey, here's the last almost 20 years of Rihanna music. Like, I'm doing a greatest hit store, and maybe there's a single, but no album. I'm just
1: playing devil's advocate. I would agree if she didn't just put out this Black Panther song, because it's like, you're in the studio, you're clearly, like, talking to people, new music is coming your way, you're seeing it, you're hearing, people are probably, probably playing her stuff all the time. I just feel like, through the process of finding that Black Panther song, or songs, she probably heard something amazing and was like, yeah. couldn't help herself, but jump on it, you know?
3: I also think that the idea of a Greatest Hits album or tour, like, I think she would think that is whack. Like, it's so <laughs>
1: Fair.
3: it is, though, it's almost like resigning yourself to being like washed. And like, if anything, <laughs> Rihanna is not washed. <laughs> and I, I think that, you know, she doesn't ever really go with the grain on these sorts of like music industry expectations. So I don't know why she would do it now.
2: I also just think it could be if if this is like the launch of a new era for her, it would be fantastic timing because you think about all of the huge artists who had busy 2022s, whether it's Taylor and Beyonce and Kendrick and Bad Bunny and Harry. And there were so many big pop superstars who tried to dominate the cultural conversation in 2022 and sell a bunch of records and have hit singles. And like 2023 might be a little bit quiet and she could just stomp all over everybody.
0: I'm just interested because It's very clear that the other pop stars of her generation, especially the other women, are kind of washed seeming as far as like their mainstream (laughs) ambitions. I mean, Gaga feels like a legacy act to me. Katie's career is basically over. Like, even Beyonce, who's like had a big year on some level, like she's not having as big of a year as like, you know, the new people are. Like, she's not having a hairy, bad bunny style, huge year because she's been in the game for fucking 25 years and her fans are getting older and it's, that's is just what happens so it's going to be very interesting to me to see how Rihanna like enters a marketplace with new music because I think in some ways she could defy that trend because I I've talked about this before, I think probably with you, Julian, when we did our episodes on her. But it's like she is the coolest pop star of her generation. Mm -hmm. Like that is her thing. So if any of these girls is gonna seem like somebody that could still appeal to younger people and still seem like somebody that they'd be interested in, I would give her that edge over a Lady Gaga or over a Katie. Like it seems like she has the biggest chance of making like a song that feels in conversation with contemporary music, but not feels like it's reaching for something like beyond her grasp or feels like desperate or thirsty in some sort of way, so I hope there's new music, both because I want to hear new Rihanna music, but I'm also exceedingly curious how new Rihanna music will be received yeah. by popular culture. It's like I'm desperate to know.
1: Yeah, she's gonna like do her pop punk song, like everyone. She's <laughs> gonna do that oh pop God, punk song no! that we're all asking for.
3: <laughs> no, I feel like we have a
0: better chance of her doing like a Bad Bunny esque kind of song, or like yeah, no, I like
1: mean that. obviously I, I'm joking. That'd be awesome.
3: That I would could see great. her doing like Afrobeats or like yes, sort right, of right. Afrobeats, like dancehall reggae. Like, I foresee that also because, again, she's been talking about that for 100 years.
1: I just feel like she has like this run of songs and like, we'll talk about this, but the best thing about Super Bowl is like these mega mix things that like you get yes. to do where you're just like squishing the songs that all kind of belong together throughout your career into one beautiful mm-hmm. lump. And then everyone can kind of see the growth you've made across that specific genre. I think she yeah. plops that onto the end of her like man down work, you know, rude boy, ponder replay. <laughs> and then it's like, you see how well it fits in. And that even makes the song better, almost like when you see a music video and the song gets better because the music video is so good. Something like that where you're given the context of how amazing she is and it just lifts the song up higher, which I think would be amazing. Oh, I love the Super Bowl. <laughs> Agree.
0: And, and Beyonce's <laughs> done show. actually a fantastic job at that. She's someone to look yes. at, I think, for her. Homecoming was such an amazing representation of how to do that well. Like, how to be like, here's why every one of these songs in my discography, like, over the entire thing, like, makes sense together. Kind of, like, threads the whole thing together. And then just last thing on, like, the new, the prospect of new Rihanna music, because it's just so enticing to talk about, which is just, like, does she go for the sort of like I want to have a hit single because as we're going to talk about Rihanna's career more than almost any other pop star has churned on just having an endless stream of like era defining singles more so than Beyonce's ever did which is an important kind of point of comparison I think or does she pull a page out of Beyonce's book at this phase of her career and kind of like rise above the fray by releasing something that's meant to be like consumed as this important body of work and isn't even necessary like preceded by a single and is kind of meant to sort of elevate her pop stardom out of the rat race of trying to find a hit in the streaming ecosystem where she's competing with people that are younger than her that are like more equipped to handle that system and like kind of goes for something that's more of like an artistic statement, which is like I think the thing that Beyonce's last – you know, 10 years of her career, I know we can debate whether Renaissance fits into this, has been kind of exemplary of, and like something that maybe Anti was pointing to on some level, even though it also had a lot of hits on it.
2: Well, that's what I was just gonna say, that you, what you just described sounds like Anti right, right. where she was releasing an album every year basically, and making sure she had a big hit going into the fall. Every single year she took I think three and a half years off and people like lost their minds. (laughs) It was like it's been two and a half years where's the new Rihanna album? We were crackheads at that time. And then she came back with this breathtaking body of work that you know obviously work was a huge single and a kind of immediate first single but the rest of that album was not the typical radio fodder that we had been used to from her. So I think that it's going to be interesting because I could see her go either way where she's like, you know what? I want to get back in the game and I want to dominate radio and streaming and every single platform I can. And here's like five surefire hit singles. Mm-hmm. I could also see exactly what Julianne's saying, which is I'm going to totally change my sound. I'm going to be really experimental because like I have the juice to do that yeah. like no one's going to not be interested in a new rihanna single or album no matter how it sounds so True. i mean she could totally experiment with afro beats or reggae or, or whatever she could make a pop punk album too True. bring machine gun kelly on nope. tour oh my that. god do
3: not no. put that in the world no don't I do that. That. jason you I've are getting
1: evicted from the zoom <laughs> for saying that she's not allowed, allowed gone to do too that far. <laughs> But I think your point I've gone too far I think your point about her yeah. being cool is really important though like I think if anyone can just jump into the fray into the mix like into Gen Z world and just fucking slay it I think it's her she exemplifies Agreed. cool she drips cool she's surrounded by cool people I think she's challenged by that and I think she wants to do it yeah. and I think I could see that as easily as I could see another anti I almost could see the other thing more because like mm-hmm. the, the kind of coolness factor of her no other girlies have that nor do they yeah. even try to have that like it's Gaga true. and you know Gaga's not try- like Gaga knows <laughs> that she's not cool like, you know yeah. and we love her for that right like we do we it's do. fine <laughs>
3: Well, I mean, part of what makes her cool is that she doesn't care about that stuff. And I think she's gotten only cooler with age, not that she's old, but, you know, in the last like 10 years and now she has a child. And like, I think that she would care even less about having a big pop single and just be more, especially now that she's a billionaire and she probably at this point doesn't even have to manage her businesses the way that she did. And this is just a perfect time for her to put out an album that's just like exactly everything that she wants to do. And part of the reason that it has taken so long in the past is that she's so picky about using music that doesn't sound like everything else. And so I could see her just going like, here is my art project. I vibe with it. Everyone in Barbados is going to vibe with this. And if you do, you do. And if you don't, you don't. But fuck all y'all type shit. And
0: I could see her doing something like that and it just kind of inadvertently yes. being a hit because yes, she has the exactly. capacity to to, like, draw pop culture into her universe in that way. And actually, the greatest thing about what we're about to do, and, like, obviously, again, Julian, like, we covered this so in-depth on our episodes about her, (laughs) the amount of incredible music and hits that this person put out and like how well they've all held up is like truly the crown jewel of 21st yeah, it's century like stressful. pop. stressful. Like, it's like stressful. It's honestly stressful, which is why we songs. have to which is which is why we're gathered here today to like figure so this stressful. out because like usually with most of these Super Bowl sets, like okay, it's just to like set up what we're about to do, these sets are usually about 12 to 14 minutes long. I have heard rumors, I don't know Jason, you might know about this, that they were giving her more time but then I googled it and I couldn't find any confirmation of that does anyone know anything
1: about that no so
3: I don't they always
1: no. rally for more time and then it's yeah. like you know oh yeah. she got an extra minute but like they never it's yeah. yeah, the the j documentary <laughs> yes. where she's oh yes. freaking My God. out yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fair. (laughs) There's were two of them, and they also have a lot of songs. Like they did deserve twice the amount of time. They did.
0: Honestly, I went back and rewatched a bunch of these recently, and that is like my standout of the last few ones of them. Like they fucking, they rushed that shit. It's so good. And they both managed to make their sets feel like fully fleshed out, even though they all they had six or seven minutes of it each. I mean, it was really that one's maybe my favorite. Last
1: year was fine, but like I kind of just don't consider. I, I, I need a pop star to do the Super Bowl. Like. I understand. Yeah. I like what they did, but like to me, a Super Bowl halftime show is like one pop star featuring, you know, like that one person's career kind of summed up, and like a huge performer, not kind of like slowly walking across the stage, which was like most of <laughs> most of like like <laughs> wow, drag and them. like sorry, wow, drag I mean, Snoop Dogg. Lizzie. I mean, Take I want like. But I wanted, like, you know, the way that Shakira and JLo, like, ran around. Like, they were just running around, like, on the drums. Like, it's just, you want that kinetic energy from the Super Bowl halftime show. And we didn't really have that last year. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, that was anomalous as we've sort of laid out. And I would recommend people go back and listen to our episode last year where me and Rich rewatched mm. every single Super Bowl halftime show from wow. 1980 on and talked about every single one of them and talked about <laughs> the evolution of how they came into being as they are now. But the gist of them for the last, let's say, I don't know, 20 years to some degree has been a single pop or rock ad giving a career capstone performance where they run through most of their big songs, most of their most popular songs, and the idea is to be like, hey, here's the biggest stage in music, and I'm going to remind you why I am where I am and why I'm a superstar, and here's all my hits. The thing about a lot of the recent ones, everyone from Gaga to Katy to even Beyonce to some degree, I would say, to Maroon 5, ugh, The Weeknd, whatever, is that, like, it was, I think, if you ask, me in advance what songs they were going to play. If you asked me what Gaga's set list was going to be in advance, I would have easily rattled off and been like Bad Romance, Poker Face, Just Dance, Telephone, Born This Way. You know, literally I probably could have named, I'd say like at least 90% of the songs she ended up doing pretty easily off the top of my head. The thing with Rihanna is, as I mentioned up top, I could see this going a lot of different directions and she's going to have to fit a lot of stuff into a really short amount of time or she's going to have to pick and choose because she really has a lot of contenders here. She has something like I can't remember the stats. Maybe Jason, you know this better. I should have looked this up. But she has something like 17 number one hit singles or something like that. And another what like Yeah, th- I
2: forget the number, yeah. but there's I bit but yeah, I was going through her singles discography to prep for this, and like she has so many number ones, but she has so many like top ten hits yeah. that like I didn't even remember yeah. like in terms of being that big. I remember the song, but like she has that song with Neo that was like a top
1: ten yeah, hit. Hate that, that
0: I'm, I'm blanking, hate that I love you. Hate that I love you. Thank
2: you. I, I how could I how could it's- I blank? By but
0: the way, it's fourteen number you. ones and thirty-one top. Oh,
1: so she's bringing out Neo. That's what you're. She's, Neo's, 31 top 10, yeah. Neo's 31. At Super Yeah, yeah. Well, her. you
0: said special guest. <laughs> Neo, you thought and, of Neo. Uh, wait, we're gonna get there. Everyone's pin. Awesome. Put a pin in that for <laughs> Neo. In that. So we're gonna break this down. We have this in categories. The categories are kickoff song essential hits, wildcard-ish songs, The Closer, and then also we're going to talk about the possibility of special guests. So let's start with... Kickoff song. Now, this song has to be, I think, something that like immediately grabs people's attention and like lets people know, okay, like we're here. I think it's got to be like one of her most signature of these signature songs. What has everyone got in their minds as potential kickoff songs for for the sound? Do you want us
1: to like go around and say, yeah, go
0: around, go around, go around? For
1: me, it's visual. I'm thinking about like what visually I want to happen, and I have two options, and I feel like one is like, okay, fine, and then one is kind of like, go off. One, I think it'd be so cool for her to come in with, Where have you been? Like, she's back. Like, where have you been all my life? Like, it just, like, that's, it's like thematic. It's like a meta commentary. Yes. And then I also think the other one, I think What's My Name? would be sick like the kind of the introduction like because for me it's like the only way to break this down to even try and maybe guess is to think about like visually thematically what could actually be like the narrative of the storytelling of the songs like I think she wants to start with a song that everyone knows obviously but also a song that is like saying something you know like maybe diamonds because it would be a beautiful visual spectacular thing to start Mm. like with this dramatic dark field a big diamond she comes out of it it, she goes into it. Who cares? Whatever. But like, I do think like, what's my name would be so fucking sick. Interesting. <laughs> That's okay. My guess. All right, Julianne.
3: Well, I actually think that diamonds is a really good option, only because every Super Bowl has to have some amount of schmaltz. Um, Mm -hmm. It's like a requisite. And I can't imagine that she's really wants to lean into that. So it's a good way to sort of start it off slow tempo and then do
1: higher BPM for the rest of it. Oh, my God. Imagine like a dark stadium and you hear Shine Bright, like you hear her singing Shine Bright. Yeah. And then she like appears and she falls Uh or she rises Uh like I just it has to be visual
3: yeah and then there's like a beat and then there's a bunch of EDM hits or whatever
0: Well, there's definitely the diamonds, yellow diamonds in the sky mashup connection. So you could like kind of start with diamonds and then go into
2: We Found Love Pretty. Yeah. Jason, what do you got? I'll tell you, I also have a variation of diamonds. So this was the one I most, when Lindsay says visual, this is the one I most clearly had in my head, which was her starting with Lift Me Up, Mm. just kind of singing the chorus. (laughs) <laughs> just for about Old. 30 seconds oh wow and then that opens up into shine bright like a diamond okay. and then oh, interesting you, you maybe we get some song. live to tape vocals have... we
1: get we get the only vocals of the <laughs> night the only live vocals yeah. of the night sorry I'm. let's be real it's a Super Bowl but,
2: but you think about just in my head I can really picture that very slow beginning of lift me up
3: lift me up Hold
2: And then opening up into the mid-tempo song, Everybody Knows and Loves, which which is Diamonds. And then kind of from there going up-tempo. I feel like that just, like you said, it just kind of makes sense in my mind as like the opening riff of that performance. And again, I echo Lindsay. I don't care if she's going in a diamond or going out of a diamond. (laughs) Yes. Uh, (laughs) Wherever the diamond may be, she will be. Imagine
1: so the, there you go the people rush the stage all those extras they're all holding diamonds on their heads or something and they're all <laughs> lighting up and it's just the, yeah. they make a big diamond a lot of that I just yeah. like they have like they make four tricks diamond, right you make,
0: a, you make a compelling case I have to say I have to say okay so I'm gonna put my cards on the table right now and say that I ranked all of Rihanna's hit songs in tiers of importance like every <laughs> single one of them because like that's obviously just what I'm gonna do and to me there are two songs that stand above above the rest as her signature hits. And those songs to me are Umbrella and We Found Love. Yeah. To me, those are the two Rihanna songs that I would say are her signature Ace songs. So in my head, I've been kind of tossing around the idea of those as kind of the bookend songs of mm-hmm. this set. So I was thinking opening some sort of faux reigning situation <laughs> and we open with Umbrella. Like what a banging way to open the show okay. to open with just like your signature song. It's also kind of mid tempo. It's going to be epic sounding in the stadium when she hits those Ella, Ella, Ellas. There's a zero chance chance it's not in this set list somewhere so that was my vibe on the opening song I'm kind of thinking umbrella but you guys actually made like a really compelling case with this visual representation of diamonds <laughs> I have to say diamonds is definitely gonna be in there but I could also see diamonds yeah. serving the kind of like halo at the end of Beyonce's performance purpose of kind of like ending or the million reasons slot in Lady Gaga's set like Ugh, a kind yeah. of like moment
1: before <laughs> <laughs> Yes, like a moment but like
0: like kind of like diamonds into we found Love as the conclusion like yeah. kind of like a moment of cool down lighters in the air and then she kind of wraps it up with like an explosive we found love as the end that was what i was thinking
3: we found love uh, that has for to, the to inter- be the end yeah for the entirety of the rihanna plane concerts she ended <laughs> with that and then right as the beat hit like all
0: you're a survivor julianne by the way I know
3: that. <laughs> saw the seven 10 happy 10 <laughs> years oh, ten 10th anniversary God, in congratulations. november congratulations I mean, you just reminded
1: me I have to congratulate the other Julianne who I'm seeing tomorrow on her ten years on I the Rihanna mean, play. <laughs> I know, two Juliannes oh. on the on the Rihanna. Incredible, you both made it. You are
3: we so both, brave. You we are both so survived. brave. So I saw it seven <laughs> times, obviously. At the end, <laughs> she would bl- end with We Found Love and then explode confetti right yeah. as the beat dropped. done it at least seven times before but it was very (laughs) effective so I could see her doing
1: an equivalent here (sighs) Uh, I think that's your closer
3: one of the things about her that it makes it really interesting is she's not really a dancer. And so what is the stage show going to be?
0: Except for the iconic pussy framing dance from where have you been? Like we can't ever, please do not erase the pussy framing dance.
1: There's going to be a lot of other people with her. Like I think there's like, there's going to be a lot of dancers. Like I just think that like, we're going to have, we're going to have just a lot of other people creating situations that she's going to walk into that are visually cool. Do you know what I mean? And like, you know how they all, always make the floor like they like do stuff on the floor and then you like look from oh, above yeah. Yeah. so yeah. many yeah. things yeah. are gonna happen on that floor like different crazy things that. that she's gonna just walk into it's gonna be like an obstacle course and each obstacle is like a new song she's gonna walk into like <laughs> the scenario
3: Rihanna's Gymboree
1: she's yeah. a real walker I saw her <laughs> at Barclays <laughs> a while ago she loves to walk into oh no, she's scenario. a walker yeah a she, queen yeah. walker so that's why I think there has to be a lot of songs because again you're right yeah. she's not gonna fill time by dancing
0: no but she is such an epic stage presence like that she can pull off doing not so much like she's got kind of that rock A lot star of yes yeah she got she's got yeah. that rock star like yeah. x factor thing going on where she can just kind of grab her crotch and like stare her and like just sort of belt and like <laughs> also never forget and again i guess we're not going to be getting many live vocals as Lindsay pointed out but at least we're getting pre-recorded live vocals sure I'll her voice that. has improved yeah. so 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 much in the latter part of her career that like yes. she can carry a lot on the shoulders of like actually sounding good singing which is like not so- something you could necessarily say about her
1: like yeah. in the early
0: phases of her life yeah career. all right so before we like situate exactly where they're gonna go i definitely feel like umbrella we found love diamonds and what's my name? I'm like, I get what you're saying about like that being a cool option, but like I feel like that's a little cuspy leather that's going to make it into this. It not. is, but I'm what about totally Where sure. Have
1: You Been All My Life? I think Where Have You Been All My Life goes into the dance section, which is like, this is what you came for. We yeah. found love. Where have you been? Only girl in yeah. the world. I think those Don't all get kind of smushed. Like all smushed together yeah. in a way and then kind of leading into the biggest version, you know, leading into We Found Love maybe or some sort of because those yeah. are the most fun songs that she has. Even if, you know, Rude Boy is fun. Th- those are the upbeat populist NFL watching lovers yeah. song. Like you have to think like those are the crowd pleasers. It's going to keep people Wait, but you think she's going
0: to, even if she medleys those songs, you think she's going to do all of those EDM bangers? I mean, think about it. I don't she's know. got so many. She's got, we've got... Where have you been? Don't stop the music. Disturbia, only girl in the world. Not
1: Disturbia. No disturbia. Uh, not,
0: well we actually also have SNM, but I feel like SNM's kind of out because no she's happening. doing a song called Nothing S&M with is. sex
1: or weed is, is happening. It. All of the any right, okay. songs <gasps> that are about so, sex or weed are not happening. You know. Are that.
0: we are we are we all sold on the medley idea? Are like we thinking she's gonna like mo- like how many songs do you think she's really gonna get through during this thing?
1: She's gonna have medley.
3: I mean like yes. yeah. think about Definitely. all of everyone medley's and everyone does like Fifty fucking songs. It's the most so, fun. I Actually, we fun. we
0: did some counting. We did some counting in preparation, and really, they even when they're medleying, they do between ten and fifteen songs total.
3: That is bonkers. Yes,
0: exactly. <laughs> I said the same thing to Russ, and he was like, actually, as he always does, he was like, actually, I added up all of the number of songs from the last 10 Super Bowls, and they actually between the 10 and 15. Actually. And I was like, fine.
1: Actually.
0: <laughs> as he always does, he has the answer of everything. So the truth is, even if she's meddling, like, she's still not going to be able to mow. Th- like, how fast is she going to be able to mow through all of those songs? Like... <sighs> I'm just thinking about it, I'm just thinking about it. Okay, what I was gonna ask is like, are there five to seven like essential songs that have to be in here? And if so, what are they? Like uh, excluding the ones we already talked about, like what are the other kind of like five to seven, like essentials, do you think?
2: I think work has to be in there. Yeah. I agree, I have the Calvin Harris mega mix yeah. written down. That's <laughs> just like, literally, that. Could, it could just be those songs. This is what you came for, where have you been and, and we found love. Right. Maybe Calvin pops out and, and everyone is like, who is
1: that? Don't forget and, Only Girl in the World, and, another like, one. Only Girl you in the need World. Only Girl in the World. The got, only Girl in yeah. the World's got it. I feel you like that's only top need Only Girl shelf. in the World. I just, it's, these songs are, ri- the yeah. genre in which they exist too is a medley genre, is a like remix yeah. genre. So yeah. I actually feel like that yeah. really lends with the melding of them together. A lot of them, not that they sound the same, but it's easy to mix these songs. Yes. It's not going to take yes. a lot of effort for them to, they'll probably even call in Calvin Harris to make a mega mix. Like I going to be shocked, you know? So I just feel like it's easier nice. to smush. He yeah. seems like an
0: easy guest to sort of, right. like, he'll just stand he rises there on the like, DJ on in the DJ set, he just kind of like up there doing that, and then you got one guest <laughs> out. He'll be
3: happy for the work.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right, so I think what I can glean from this initial part of this discussion is we're definitely getting some sort of EDM medley that I feel like what I'm gleaning from what everybody's saying here is that the top line numbers from that particular section have gotta be where... Do you really think Where Have You Been over Only Girl in the World? I think no. Where Have You Been feels like a tear a down hit to no, me. No, I think Only Girl
1: Above. Yeah.
2: One thing that's very clear from this discussion is Lindsay is writing for Only Girl I love that song. Like <laughs> every- I
1: love that song. I love... If she won't sing California King Bed, I'm going to have to get... I'm going to have to find other reasons to live.
2: <laughs> Lindsay's a big loud, loud... Yeah. Obsessed. If fan. she won't
1: do Talk That Talk, my other favorite song of hers that that's, no one cares about. I feel about. like zero chance of will yeah, talk she's that like, talk. Gotta yeah. say, zero chance. A good time. Sex I love with me, me will never song. make it through the censors, so I have to find other ways. I feel like the songs that are off the
0: table for censorship reasons are S M, bitch, better have my money, cockiness, yep. birthday cake, four or five seconds because of Sex Kanye, with me, and kiss also, it better. Wait, I don't know. I think kiss it better could be like a sneak attack. Like, remember when Beyonce did fucking end of time? Like that was a strange choice. Like every once in a while they do throw in kind of oh, an unexpected choice. Kiss there.
1: I mean, yeah. I mean, I love it. I'd love that. Wait, That'd be great. Okay.
0: But back to like, okay, I kind of feel like in the EDM section, if we're going to like talk about this in sections, Only Girl is Required, We Found Love is Required, and then I think second tier, and This Is What You Came For maybe? I mean, that's weirdly like a kind of big sustaining hit. Bigger chance she does This Is What You Came For than she does Where Have You Been? Or Don't Stop The Music. But Don't Stop The Music also feels like a big, like if we're doing a career retrospective, that's kind of like the first iteration of the Rihanna dance I would song. say no?
1: Don't Stop The Music over Where Have You Been, obviously. If, if I think so too.
2: Yeah. Do you think that we're going to get a dramatic spoken word like she does, where have you been? And then it stops and she's like, this is where yes! I've been. <laughs> That's what and I'm and saying. And the new song. Oh That's God.
1: what I'm saying. None of you are thinking thematically. <laughs> Because then it's like all oh my la- uh, 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 and then it's like into the new song and it's like, <laughs> I'm here. Yep.
2: Here
3: I am.
1: I don't think she's gonna do that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, only, uh, only because I just don't cool. think she, she would do
1: that. <laughs> Yeah, she's, again, we said she's cool. <laughs> We're providing all these uncool one, one song we haven't
0: brought up in this particular vein is S.O.S., which, like, isn't uh oh, four on the I floor EDM banger, but it's also kind of an electro-pop kind of slammer in the same Oh man, sort of, you know, you.
3: I could see her interpolating the chorus in a segue into one of these songs. Like, I could see all of these EDM songs being lumped in into, like, a, whoever said a crazy Calvin Harris megamix. And- yeah. It's all very short, she just hits on the choruses,
1: and then moves on. Like, I think right. she could get all of these songs I agree. in there. If I agree, she okay. does it, And think of like 40, 40 dancers doing like a huge dance thing to these two. Like, it would kind of make sense to be smushed in a weird way with only these songs, I think.
0: Do you think she's gonna do the same thing with like her kind of like dance hall, reggae little like corner of songs? Oh, like God. I had the same thought that was like, okay, maybe it's Work. like a medley of Rude Boy, What's My Name, Work, wild Man thoughts. Down, you'd, you'd kind of? you, to you to One? Kind of question yeah. mark? What about Wild Thoughts? Wild Thoughts. Wild Thoughts too, yeah. <laughs> I'm telling really you that's like why this th- is hard like yeah, it's yeah. too many
1: there's too but, many but like is she gonna
0: medley cause also I do worry that like if it starts to feel like she's trying to cram too many songs and like, that could get a little bit like like I feel like you gotta maybe strike a balance between the medley moments and then like featuring some moments so it doesn't feel like totally frenetic or do we care and like she just needs to get as much in there as possible
1: don't you think also it depends on who she brings out so if she brings out let's say SZA I don't know that was someone that I like, think you said to yeah. me mm, if she brings out um, Interesting. and she does rude boy with SZA I don't know just a guess or work with oh, SZA just like, like it, throwing it, SZA it, like, de- on a
0: random other Rihanna it just
1: depends supplement. like what let's say SZA's like I want to do wild thoughts I want to do man down or something maybe it's, mm. it's more based on like who she brings out to do that with versus like which are the ones she chooses. And then we as the audience are like, well, work is now the stand in for all these other songs that are part of the genre that we're missing, but she's giving work more time because she has ZZA with her. Like just, Mm. uh, you know, I don't know. Yeah. As an excuse.
0: I thought Man Down could be the obvious choice for, like, the political statement song of the set, like, where yeah. so she's making some point about gun violence using that song, and it gets mm-hmm. kind of, like, a feature, even though it's not one of her, like, signature biggest songs. So, like, I was kind of toying with that in my head. Like, I feel like that's a real fan-favorite hit versus, like, kind of, like, a top-tier Rihanna single. But I had thought about that as, like, a possible moment for a political mm-hmm. statement. Cause I
3: didn't mean to hurt him Could've been somebody's son So it
0: could happen in medley, but it could also happen in like she brings in a guest or one of the other guests that I was kind of touring around is obviously Drake because you could do a Drake guest shot. I Make mean, yeah. And then, then you get work. What's my name? Take care. That's, and aren't they not friends? Right yeah, now?
1: it's true, but I I don't see it happening. Aren't they not pals right now? Aren't they like not? Yeah,
3: know? I don't think they're pals. And also like the whole Rocky thing. I think it's yeah. more likely that Rocky comes out too much mm-hmm. chagrin. Um, yes, to mine too. <laughs> but like, it's possible. But I, I don't see that happening, honestly. And I also
1: think that Drake, he himself is a little too washed to be with
3: Rihanna right now. So oh, he probably
1: like <gasps> wants, the, he wants the Super Bowl, right? Like he's jealous. Like he's yeah. always like sensitive. He's probably like, well, why right. didn't they ask me to do it? You know? Yeah. Right.
3: And like, it's just like, I think she's outgrown it. I think he's outgrown it. And I just couldn't see that happening. If it does, yeah. I'm not going to be mad because their songs together are amazing. But I just... I I wouldn't put money on it
1: with my bookie. What do you
0: think are the essentials in the kind of like dance hall, Rihanna milieu? What do you guys see as like the sort of like can't miss them?
1: Work, didn't we say work? Work, I think Rude
0: Boy is the other one that I would almost put up there, like just one notch below We Found Love and Umbrella as like her third kind of like signature hit.
1: If she freak brings out fucking DJ Khaled, I'm going to actually kill myself. That's not fun no. at all. I'm sorry, I hate that man. I'll be
3: there with you. I, yeah, I yeah. can't. She won't because he will she fucking He's ruin the yeah. whole thing yeah, and just would. like yell over all her shit. <laughs> yes. Um. Rude Boy, I agree that she will play it no matter whether she does a dancehall reggae, yeah. sig or whatever. And work, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Work, yeah. Just
1: get ready for work, 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 work. me work, 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 work. You see me do-
3: But I, I can't really see her doing, unless she has new dance all songs, I can't yeah. really see her doing much beyond that, maybe man down, but like, I just can't see like a, a way that she does it at the Super Bowl, like a bunch of dance hall songs.
2: Yeah. I think you're going to see the more EDM stuff. I would, I, I would guess. So, so. no, you
0: That's to one. Gonna... We're not, no, 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 you to one's not making no the way. cut.
3: <laughs>
1: No way. <laughs> yeah. I
2: would love it. I love you. I would to love, it. love it. Also, Me
1: my too.
0: other question yeah. is like, is she going to dive into her like kind of trappier rap songs? Like, is Pour It Up kind of off the table? I guess probably, right? Probably. Like, I was
2: thinking about Pour It Up. Yeah. I, I, tempo what do you think, wise, I would love I that. I feel like so tempo much.
1: wise, it won't. Like, just like, I think they're going to go up. Like, yeah. it's going to be like too low, too slow. Yeah, but she, but, the, but
0: I feel like varying tempo, like, I mean, coming from my profession this is an important thing that you can like if you have the capacity to do it is really worthwhile like and when you think about the textures of like really effective halftime performance i mean think about prince singing purple rain they do these kind of like things happening on different tempos and different levels is a really effective way to keep the audience engaged and rihanna happens Mm -hmm. to have a discography that can accommodate that my question is more she's not going to be screaming stripped clubs and dollar bills in the middle of the fucking super bowl so i feel like pour
1: it up is like kind of a no-go j-lo had a strippers poll on this like on the super bowl stage like yeah, right, that's true i'm but just I think saying that, like, like it's you know it's been done yeah, like, but that there, was
0: more like a showcase for athleticism that more oh than
1: was now. it <laughs> a showcase for <laughs> athleticism okay i'm just saying yeah. like i could see like dancers on poles kind of like flanking her almost like some sort of setup or whatever like it wouldn't that yeah, wouldn't but she's
0: not they're not letting her say the lyrics strip clubs and dollar bills i mean right i mean
1: you think she's going to say sing kiss it better i i don't know i did. <laughs> I didn't say I think so. I said I could see it possibly
0: (laughs) happening. So the other weird thing is I, I, I texted this to you, Julian, the other day is that we saw a clip. I don't know if it's real, but someone recorded or put on TikTok this clip of her rehearsing needed me. What? Yeah. don't know if it's real, though.
3: Yeah, we don't know if it it sounded real, but I don't know. I don't
2: know. Do you see Needed Me as an option? I was just going to say my prediction, and I don't even, I I didn't see that. My prediction, though, was that she's going to give an unexpectedly long showcase to an anti-song. And my guess would be Love on the Brain Yeah, Mm. and just, like, clear out and give like two and a half minutes to something wow. yeah. I mean, those are big hits. Like, needed Me is one of her biggest hits in terms of like streaming hits. And it was like a pretty big crossover hit. Love on the Brain was like ubiquitous for a long, long time after that album came out. I don't think it'll be Kiss Better, <laughs> but,
1: damn, <laughs> um, Dream's dashed. Yeah.
2: Uh, I don't know. I think it's gonna be something kind of along those lines. But though, maybe that's sure. where like,
1: maybe that's where SZA comes in. Like, I do love the like idea that this album that was kind of underappreciated, critically liked but not commercially loved that now is like fits in exactly with what is in music like literally could be released yesterday and have hits or whatever and I would love if she was like putting it back into context and being like no this album actually rules and like I'm gonna bring out people who are releasing music right now to like embrace the album with me or something or like mm-hmm. show yeah. you what you missed or whatever
3: yeah i could see her doing that and i also agree with love on the brain that is one of the songs that she has that truly showcases her vocal range yeah. and her abilities and like she performed it in this really dramatic beautiful thing on the anti floor Her voice has only gotten better, and I could see that being like hey, you think of me as this one thing, but also remember that I can sing my face off. I would love that, especially over Diamonds. <laughs>
0: yeah, we're well, I think we're definitely getting <clears throat> one moment where she slows it down and, like, stands mm-hmm. at the microphone and does something. And I hope it's love on the brain and I hope it's not stay, which, like, kind of gives me a little bit of a shudder, but, like, I could kind of see potentially being, like, the ballad that she turns to. I mean, that was a huge I can't believe no one else hit. wants
1: California King bed. I don't understand <laughs> how None do you want to hear that? <laughs> I would
0: actually, up. I mean, the one that's I would kind of song. like be interested weirdly in hearing would be unfaithful, but I also feel like that's oh, kind of off yeah. limits for this yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like her original kind of like ballad, but I guess that seems like implausible. All right. So the ones that like we haven't mentioned that I want to make sure that, that we like put out there and make sure like everyone's cool with like them not being included are shut up and drive. Feel like zero chance of that happening. Hard. Wow. Cheers. Forgot about Talk it completely. that talk. <laughs> break it off. Anyone break it off. She, I Sean don't think Paul? she's gonna do this. Uh-uh. Sean Paul coming out. Okay. The other major guest that I want to make sure that we put out there that seems like the really obvious one is Jay. Like yeah. Jay, yeah. umbrella, run uh, this town. Yeah. Could be a moment. And obviously he is like the person that's producing this entire thing. So that kind of
1: feels like a duh in a way. Yeah. It would not be mm-hmm. obtrusive. Like, it wouldn't be like, you know, it would be like a perfect, he's there and then he's gone almost, which would be <laughs> nice. You know what I mean?
2: <laughs> Lindsay's just like, look at him. He's gone.
1: He's gone. Yeah, sorry. After last awesome. year, I don't want like just men walking around the stage. I'm sorry. Like, we don't, <laughs> we don't. Either you're a dancer or you get off the stage. Jay comes up
3: in an elevator, dance, 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 does his little goes verse, down in the and elevator. then goes back <laughs> goes down. down. And down in the we elevator. never think about him again. I, would love, I think that's Honestly, a great plan. Honestly,
0: iconic Fine. opening for the show is <laughs> Jay doing the umbrella verse and yeah. Rihanna, where you at? You know me, anticipation for precipitation, stack chips with a rainy day. Jay, Jay, Jay. Jay. rain man, is back with little Miss Sunshine. Rihanna, where you at?
1: You have my heart. I think that's great, actually. She stands in the middle of the stage.
0: Everyone cheers. She looks around like in the Janet thing, does the Janet thing and just kind of looks really seriously All of the extras have
1: an umbrella. They open the umbrellas. The whole stadium has umbrellas open. They all have diamonds on them, the umbrellas. (laughs) (laughs) Or they have Jade's
3: face on them and Jade's voice is is just recorded. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's
1: perfect. He's not there. (laughs) He's busy.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. Any other any other wild cards? Any songs you feel like we haven't talked about yet that feel like a either if they're totally random and you just would want to see them or that feel like essential that I haven't brought up yet? Like, is she gonna do Love the Way You Fucking Lie? She loves that fucking song. One of my oh, least yeah. favorite things she's Hate ever done, song. but like oh, she well, loves man. to sing that song. Well, I was song. thinking
1: Eminem, but Eminem was their last, year, uh, so there's no no Eminem.
0: Yeah. Uh, no, no
1: way. Right? So <laughs> <Yeah>. I
3: like. <laughs> A song I actually would love to hear that she's absolutely not going to do is if she brought out feature for Love Song. It would be Mm, so
0: weird.
1: (laughs) It's never going to happen. Or even, (laughs) how about, I have an idea Paul McCartney, four or five (laughs) seconds, (laughs) no Kanye. (laughs) I actually thought about that. I don't think that will happen. I did too. I did too. I love that. that song. I do
3: too, but I don't think that will happen. No, it's not really funny and as sort of a like hey Super Bowl
1: this is what you usually like how about this? <laughs> yeah really right funny. like a
0: nod to the boomers. I yeah, exactly.
1: um what about Pharrell and Lemon? I think that would be really fun and random. Do love that That's song such too. a cool song. I thought song. about that. That's a cool song. Yeah. Like, yeah. talk yeah. about cool. Like, I, that would be really fun.
0: I thought Rockstar One Hundred and One would be like kind of an epic, like with a big guitar solo and her just kind of like doing her full like rock chick thing. Could be a fun yeah. One I wonder.
1: Too. Are any of her songs, because I feel like the Super Bowl loves a guitar moment. Like, I wonder if any of her songs would be good, like for like a guitar, a rock band moment. You know, kiss it better. <laughs> yeah. no. Kiss it yes. better, bitch. You're it's
0: so kiss it right. Better. You're so right. <laughs> oh my god, if this, she does kiss it better, we manifest it. Like <laughs> full stop. It's a that freaking Prince
3: insane. guitar solo and kiss All right. it better. Yeah.
1: Like you're right.
0: Who's, like, the big guitarist she could bring out? Like, who did Katie bring out when she did her moment with the guitar? She a brought giant out, like, a guitar. Was Lenny? Two giant Those, sharks. It
2: was Lenny. Oh, it was Lenny. Was it it was Lenny. Lenny. Yes, Lenny. Yeah.
0: I'm like, who's, like, the big guitar god of the moment? And it's, like, no one. Like, who? Like, Alex Turner from the Arctic Monkeys. Like Yes, she gonna it's going to no, no, be Alex be like- Turner from
1: the Arctic Monkeys, Louie. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly who no, it's going to be. No, it'll be, h- it'll be her. <laughs> Yeah, it'll be her. Oh, so we'll it. that
0: would be a sleigh. <laughs> that would be. Sleigh. Oh my god, be, that I would, would
1: be, very be a
2: sleigh. Into that. Yes. I'm laughing. I'm still laughing at Rihanna. Like it's like the end of like work, and she's like, "Please welcome Alex <laughs> Turner <laughs> of the Arctic Monkeys, modestly popular." <laughs> Amphitheater
0: playing <laughs> rock band, The Arctic Monkeys. <laughs> no, it's Olivia Rodrigo on guitar. Oh She's like, ladies and yeah. gentlemen. Yeah.
1: Yes. Oh, you know yeah. who it would be? You know who it would actually be? I'm sorry. This is real. It would be her. It would be fucking that's, her. Yeah. That's no, what yeah, Julianne just yeah. said. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm that's what she said. It, yeah. it, <laughs> it would, be it's her.
3: confusing because of the pronoun. Oh, because you her. said her. That Okay, yeah. then I thought of her. Oh, yeah, it would, would definitely be her.
1: Be her. <laughs> you thought she said it would be her. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Oh, I thought you meant Rihanna. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I thought you meant it would be Rihanna and I was like yes she could play the guitar
0: oh she you play oh, the guitar, you, yeah. Lindsay like, were saying her like Grammys her
1: yes yes oh,
0: no god please no no I would
1: head. sing yep.
3: her Grammys her also oh not Rihanna. Were? I thought
2: you were saying it's
3: Rihanna
0: her and I'm picturing like Madonna coming out at the beginning of Drowned World with the guitar on and just like
1: fucking playing that would be sick oh my god I thought you meant Rihanna her big
2: who's on third energy that was that amazing was right now. that would
1: be be cool. That was incredible.
0: Truly, yeah, truly it's going
1: to be
3: hard, though. <laughs> no, she would never do it because she'd have to cut her nails. It just wouldn't
1: happen. I mean, Meanwhile, it would be
0: fucking badass if she did, though. That yeah. would be a huge I moment. When you said
1: that. her, I thought Rihanna. I saw her playing the guitar. Me sense too. Sense. I, <laughs> I totally know saw that.
0: <laughs> Julian, I was thinking also in the wild card category, just for our purposes, if it's loving that you want in the reggae mix, just to give a yes. little shout out to oh the my Day God. One Navy. To the day one Navy. That's I been mean, here all along.
3: That would be amazing. I could see yeah. her throwing a
1: tiny bone to the Navy.
0: Nobody said pwn the replay.
1: I had it in my like mega mix with the work and the, but then it kind of got bumped out because it just didn't feel as crucial as yeah. the other ones.
2: This is a good question for Julianne, which is like, I remember for her last couple tours reading the set list and, and I remember being like, Oh, man, she doesn't play any of her early hits anymore. Like I remember not seeing SOS or Pundit replay mm-hmm. or I think even umbrella for the um, unapologetic tour. So I, I that's kind of why I was thinking about like SOS. And I'm like, I don't know, she she hasn't veered that way in a minute. She so.
3: hasn't. She did, if I recall, right, a bit of umbrella on the anti tour. But I, just, yeah, I think that's I'm was, leaning yeah. towards songs from like her last three albums, honestly, yeah. like, I just don't think she's going to go back that far unless she is doing a greatest hits thing. And then I will feel sad because like she just doesn't need to do that. <laughs> I just feel like
0: the thing with Rihanna unlike like, so everybody does their hit that established them, right? You have like Gaga did Just Dance and Poker Face. Katie did I Kissed a Girl. That feels like a huge part of this. Like, I guess J-Lo didn't do If You Had My Love. So that's interesting. But I feel like Rihanna's build of her career, like, her true establishing hit is Umbrella. Like, everything was leading up to that moment. Like, that was the moment that Rihanna became a superstar. So... I feel like if we're gonna call back to like early career, that seems like the most obvious, earliest point that she might go. But I could of any pre-Umbrella song that seems like a possibility, I think Pulling the Replay is the most possible just because she might wanna be like, hey guys, like remember that one. Like remember, like this is how I started. And whether or not this is the predecessor to some sort of like greatest hits tour or something like that, she might just wanna have that moment in there in this capstone performance of like, this was my first hit, this is what you remember me for and here I am playing at the biggest stage in music like nearly 20 years later like I could see just that having some sort of like resonance just because it's her first song. I feel like that, that we have a way bigger chance of hearing that than like SOS or Unfaithful or any of the pre-Umbrella mm-hmm. songs, I think. Yeah. Alright, so we sort of touched on this already, but Closer, I feel like we all were kind of like circling around the idea of We Found Love as it the Closer. It has to be.
1: I think it has yeah. to be. Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, I, I think agree. We Found Love is just like one of the most like ebullient, incredible stadium filler EDM songs that was made ever. So like, she'd be missing a huge opportunity.
1: Even if she goes off the main path of what we're kind of a assuming she's going to do, you always want to end with people remembering how great the show was. So even her, I feel like even though she's the coolest and doesn't give a fuck about what people think, I still think deep down inside, she will want to end with something that she knows will slay and be remembered and be like the moment. And that is like a surefire success. So it's like no matter how off the beaten path she maybe gets, it, it has to end there. Yeah, right
0: seems like everybody kind of ends with their, I was just thinking about this too like Gaga ended with Bad Romance Katie ended with Firework Weekend ended with Blinding Lights Beyonce ended with Halo <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, wow yeah, okay. it does it does, it does okay. feel like beautiful song I, mean, with I, n- I know at least Juliet is with me I on fucking the, hate that song uh, I fucking hate that song too um <laughs> But uh, but yeah, it does kind of feel like you got to save that slot. It's or it's either that or reverse in some way and Umbrella is the final one. Cause Umbrella is kind of like an epic, like, you know, we just like everyone's sweating and she's just yeah. kind of walking around and she's waving the at umbrella, everybody. Yeah, and like the there's rain. some sort of giant single. Yeah, and a it's rain true. Like you can't can start with
1: rain, you can't end with rain. And that, and if there yeah. is a rain element, then it will be ended with, I think. Yeah, you can't get right. wet first, yeah. you gotta get wet last. <laughs> Duh. Unless, she, unless she does
3: like <laughs> some, I don't know, pour it up. But anyway, that uh, is not, someone is, just is pouring not, water.
2: End with pour it up.
3: <laughs> there's like yes. a bunch of pour it water, up.
2: I'm
0: in, and then
3: pour it up is like some nasty gyrating, <laughs> like three a.m. performance. Not gonna happen. I mean
0: never forget that there was a literal cavalcade of controversy when MIA simply gave the finger to yes, the camera true. at one point. So the chances of her doing it up, I think are pretty nil in the context of those The things. other
1: visual we didn't talk about that I feel like she might employ, which I am now was thinking about, was the Fenty runway show of it all. I do feel oh, like yeah. some of the show yeah, could point, involve models wearing Fenty, models walking a runway kind of throughout the show or through the show itself or something like that.
2: It's like work.
1: Yeah. And it kind of resembles these amazing fashion shows she's been yeah. putting on Amazon for the past whatever years. So <laughs> maybe there's some sort of part of it where she's like giving a nod to the fact that she's like a fashion billionaire now. Now I'm a fashion girly or whatever. And that's like maybe part of the, one of the dance breaks or what or we a song that is not as upbeat. It's used as like a runway soundtrack or something like that. And you see- Maybe she's in the fray with the models or something.
3: Did you see the T-shirt that Savage by Fenty put out about this? And it was sold Mm -hmm. out in like a day. I thought about buying one, but then I was like, I don't know. But she put out a special Super Bowl T-shirt that says, Rihanna concert interrupted by a football game. Weird, but whatever. (laughs) That's so funny. And I could kind of see them wearing that for a moment on the uh-huh. <laughs> on oh, the stage.
0: <laughs> I think that's such a good point, Lindsay. I think that that seems like a probability, honestly, and it's a way yeah. for her to work celebrities into the show without yep. needing them to oh sing. God.
1: That would like, be amazing. I, if yeah. they if, like, if she mo- had like these just like some sort of models. incredible, yeah. Oh like, cuz I
0: was thinking another oh thing about the guest spot is like in terms of she's trying to shore up like her cred with a new gen. Like I was thinking like I could see her bringing out like Ice Spice, or something yeah. totally like random, like that, or like Glorilla, or something, and like making the guest spot more about like associating right. herself with like a new generation of. And artists.
1: they wouldn't even sing or perform or do literally anything. They would walk in this this runway. They would Model. walk the runway through. Like, it, you're right. That would be That's so a good idea. fucking smart.
3: What if one of the models is Colin Kaepernick?
1: <laughs> oh. oh. Wow.
0: Okay. Oh. Sure. Oh, wow. Sir sure.
1: What if oh one of the models is is President Biden? Who knows <laughs> What if <laughs> he drives through in a Corvette? <laughs> what if one of the models is President Obama? I don't know. I'm just saying. Like, dream big.
2: So, like in 30 seconds, we went from Glorilla <laughs> to Colin Kaepernick <laughs> to Biden to Joe Biden. Great.
1: I just like, I, what I do.
2: Bring them all. Get them all. Just
1: picturing Glorilla walking, and then behind her is
0: Joe Biden. Biden and Fenty. <laughs>
3: Joe, Joe
2: Biden, Biden is, in the shirt. Just in the shirt, bellowing ice, spice. In the, in
0: the ice that says, spice. in the shirt that says Rihanna like, concert interrupted Super Bowl, whatever <laughs> shirt.
1: I mean, I think what's cool is that we all are in agreement that like this is anything like blue sky, all the budget in the world. Anyone you ask is going to show up. There is no one saying no to this. Like if it if it's if Obama's asked, he'll come. He'll be there. He'll do it. Like (laughs) it is just the ultimate stage with the ultimate performer who is going to get the most attention other than maybe Beyonce. But even, honestly, more attention than Beyonce at this point. Like, just because we had we got our Beyonce album. This is someone who we haven't heard from and is, like, really put herself at the pinnacle of, like, celebrity excitement, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. I'm fucking, I'm excited, I gotta say.
3: I know. The kids are so desperate for any kind of visual of any kind that, like... (laughs) Yeah, like, (laughs) it's, (laughs) and so, like, Rihanna can give us what Beyonce is not giving.
1: Mm. Totally. That is totally. We'll take it. So to bring us
0: in for a landing here, I don't know if we've settled on the exact set list, but I feel like we've got some general vibes going on. We're definitely getting Umbrella and We Found Love in some configuration. It feels like we're definitely getting a moment with diamonds that seems pretty likely. We're getting some sort of EDM up tempo medley. We're getting some nods at reggae and dance hall, but we're unclear exactly how much of a nod we're going to get, but we're probably getting Rude Boy in work. We're not sure about like nodding back to pre-Umbrella songs. We also thought we're probably getting like one big vocal moment that we hope is love on the brain, but could be stay
1: <laughs> or like an anti, like an anti tribute <laughs> or like an, an anti tribute. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, th- I think it's a vocal moment or an anti tribute, or maybe they're the yeah, bo- same right. thing. Yeah.
0: Right. Okay. And then, like guests, it seems to be like the most obvious ones would be Jay, Jay. as like if we're if we're gonna have like a spotlighted superstar guest, Drake seems less likely because as Julianne was pointing out, they're not exactly into each other anymore, and and, and according to Julianne,
1: Drake is too washed for Rihanna. At this point. <laughs> he really is. She's he not wrong. The best take of the entire pod. She's not wrong. <laughs> He's desperate. Like, Rand <laughs> hasn't put out a song in years. Drake has put out enough songs for the entire music community in that many years that she has not put out songs.
3: He's yeah. like, yeah.
1: The, they're total opposites. You're so right. Sorry. Yeah. Andrew. Yeah.
0: The last thing I was going to say that we didn't talk about in the guest feature that I could see possibly happening is some sort of showcasing of. Artists from the Caribbean, like some sort of yeah. like guest or slew of guests that sort of like highlight her background and like give her a chance to platform some artists from that area of the world. I could awesome. see her do that. Yeah, that, that too, would be awesome. Well. That could give a reason for some of the dancehall reggae songs too.
3: That's true. I just think the most likely here, though, is SZA. Mm, She's top no. on the charts. She just right. released an amazing new album. They right. can match each other's vocals amazingly. And I would love to see consideration on this stage oh my
0: god consideration
2: at the super bowl would be something fucking else first of all big big shout out to julianne SZA for yes the, uh, nice. a legendary a yes. legendary, well, a legendary review ago, a couple months ago <laughs> uh and second of all yeah like what if they did consideration and then Siza did like a minute of kill bill like it, 100%, yeah.
1: that oh, that would kill. That would kill. Yeah. That would be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. and it would just, would be It's just amazing. so nice. I just love the idea that it's like they're so similar. SZA's huge now. Rihanna, they like they're influenced by each other. It, yeah. it really shows like the progression of music, the importance of Rihanna's music. Like I, it works perfectly. Like it yeah. really does. It, the only thing I think this is the only thing that could make SZA has like stage fright issues. SZA has some weird. It's very. Remember performance? Is a nervous girly.
2: She's playing arenas
1: now. Okay. <laughs> performance
0: where before SZA got famous when Rihanna did consideration and then like made SZA like stand in the back of the stage. What was that? That was such a crazy performance. That was like the,
3: the, it was in the, in the London.
0: Yeah, right. Well, <laughs> I kind of feel like Jay and SZA in exactly the configurations we've been talking about would be the perfect two yeah. guests to bring out because one's right. kind of like the godfather of Rihanna's career and one is like one of her progeny that's like yes. now the biggest superstar in the world. Yeah, that, like, yeah. definitely. Then, like a little
2: dash of Neo in there?
0: Hey, no, he's I mean, right I, in I, he's not I would love it. Bring it. I would Let Neo do the entire <laughs> Super Bowl. Like I would 100% be here for the Neo oh, halftime okay. show. See you next Are year you at the me? Neo halftime Show. I agree. <laughs> me and Louie
2: are moshing
0: at the Neo halftime don't, show. Don't don't laugh at me, yeah. but because they would never give each of them their own slash they would never give them even a medley <laughs> together. Neo Sierra. Super Bowl halftime show.
2: Wow, right.
0: the Sierra half- <laughs> you okay? Don't fucking Sierra would crush the halftime show. I'm uh, not tell saying me she otherwise. wouldn't be I, good. I'm I, just I,
3: saying, what are you what, like? Yeah, no, she would be amazing. But, but just... <laughs> what bowl
2: are we talking?
1: The, about? Just, which one? Yeah, <laughs> it's the, it's, the, the, it's the, the mid bowl. It's just the <laughs> yeah. middle. Not super. Not it's just the. <laughs> That's it's just, just the middle. It just reminded me
3: of Rihanna's iconic tweet to Sierra. Oh, yeah. Good luck at booking that stage. <laughs> yes. yes.
1: Yes.
2: bring it Full circle. Yeah.
0: I bet you Sierra will be there. I bet you a million dollars. Sierra will be in the audience for. She this better be. Her,
1: she loves sports now. She'll be there. She's married to it. She's married to
0: sports. Yeah. All right. So to wrap this conversation up. Julianne and I, at the end of our Rihanna doubleheader episode, had a pretty fearsome debate about whether Rihanna was tier one or tier two in the pot pantheon, to the point where I actually couldn't decide at the end of the episode, and we ended up, like, literally polling the audience, and ultimately kind of said that we felt like she's tippy-tippy top of tier two, like, cuspy into tier one. I know where Julianne's at. I know Julianne thinks she's tier one for sure. So I'm assuming that hasn't changed for you, Julianne. <laughs> Now, no <laughs> jason Lindsay, is rihanna tier one in the pop pantheon yet slash do we think the super bowl slash whatever's coming next has the potential to put her there
1: i think she's tier one
2: yeah i don't know what else you would want from it <laughs> from tier one no but seriously like you think about and i and honestly i do think maybe she wasn't before anti but anti is like a classic album mm-hmm. like it's beloved mm-hmm. and i think that Everything that she has done. I mean, before that point, I bring that up because I think before that point, the one thing you could say is like, well, she's primarily a singles artist, an enormous singles artist, but kind of a singles artist who doesn't have, you know, people don't think of like, oh, like unapologetic mm-hmm. as a classic album or talk that talk is I think people believe Anti is one of the 10 or 15 best albums of that. Yeah, Of the 2010. I certainly. And do. I think that like, again, in terms of stage presence, outside of music presence, a million hits, that album, just everything about her. Yeah, I would definitely consider her tier one. Mm. I don't even think it's, it's like, I'm not even really conflicted about it. I think the thing that was holding me back last time was that up to this
0: point she had released music until 2016 she had released basically one album between 2012 and the present day and it just felt like she hadn't quite made that sort of like okay i'm opening up like a completely new chapter of my career that's like equally as big as before but like surprising in all of these new ways i think anti did begin that process but I kind of felt like we kind of left off like almost like oh we're on the cusp of like this great new era of Rihanna's career but we haven't quite like seen her follow through on the promise of what that album sort of set up for her in the same way that like the self-titled Beyonce record into Lemonade and now into Renaissance feels like it's like an entire kind of encapsulated third swing of her career that like elevated her echelon and her credibility and like expanded the scope of her pop stardom whereas Rihanna like began that process but, like, hasn't quite seen through the promise of it yet, which is what I'm wondering about.
1: Do you think with, like, the glimmer of more, like, the Super Bowl, the, like, the open door of the Super Bowl of it all, like, it's such a duh to me that there's another era coming? Like, it's just, to me, like, having a kid creates this, like, creative... Yeah. Well, of just stuff for her. And I just feel like she, there's no way she's not going to be inspired by that and like do music. So I do feel like it speaks to your issue, right? Yeah, exactly. My feeling is that
0: if the Super Bowl goes as well as it's probably going to, and that opens the door to like any form of success, either in a critical commercial or combination of success with whatever music comes next, she's 100% there. Like if she's not wow. tier one yet, she's like literally, to me, she's like this close. Like I it's, it's, it's fair it's, perspective, yeah. Mm-hmm. I wanna see that there is another huge era of Rihanna as a pop music superstar. I wanna see that play out before I feel like a hundred percent that's that's just my feeling on it I just want to see and I I think it's pretty much theirs for her to take at this point I don't think that I think the chances of that happening seem extremely humongous at this point given everything we've just been talking about
2: I think that's a fair perspective yeah I think if you're if you're saying she gets dinged a little for having like an incomplete grade for five years like I think that's fair I think her presence outside of music like it, it hasn't been like she's totally no she's, no no she's been doing but in terms of just like things, pop
0: so. stardom like yeah. you think about those artists that kind of open up those new eras of their success and their careers and like we just did this series on madonna and it's just like you think about ray of light and the way that that led to her to 10 more years of like four and four more records of like i mean american life we can talk about it but like i still think there's a bit of an unfulfilled sort of artistic endeavor there for her that began with anti that i'm excited to see where we're at with it in this period of her life and i have i have every reason to believe believe that she's going to deliver on that so i guess that leaves us with like a, either she is currently tier one or it seems somewhat inevitable that she will be reaching it in front of our eyes in exactly three or four days whenever this episode drops perhaps so last question can we all come to terms on a song that rihanna will most certainly not play at the super bowl that we can send this podcast out on any suggestions?
3: Sex with me. Sex with me.
0: It's got to be sex with me. I, I want with it her is to
3: play it. She it needs to play me. it. Yep. She can't play it. I need to hear it. She's not going to play it. Sex <laughs> 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 Jason,
0: are you down with sex with me?
2: Yeah, I think that's it. I was going to, I was thinking, racking my brain. I was like, nope, it's sex with it's me. It's got to be sex with <laughs> gotta me. It.
0: It's got to nope. be sex with me. All right. So let's go out on sex with me. Julianne, Lindsay, <laughs> Jason. Thank <laughs> you so, so much. For being on the show today,
3: thank you for welcoming me. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: gotta be sex with me,
3: and sex with me so
1: amazing. Honestly, so no vacation. Stay up off my Instagram, your temptation.